you, you don't want to have it because the other thing is the more often you get COVID, uh, the, the higher chance you have that you will get the long COVID, and you don't is want that to really have right? the long I COVID because help. I. I, 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 I was like until two days ago or something like that, I was worried that I was because my recovery yeah. from it was so slow uh, that I was worried that I might get that long COVID and, and being in that debilitating situation for, uh, for months and months. Right. You know what, what helps? The, I actually uh, heard and listened uh, to... Uh, when scientific medical uh, podcast oh yeah or video cast yeah uh, walks in nature really yes yes because of the air no air uh, sunlight and especially uh, uh, infrared radiation wow. which uh, is uh, it looks like might be helping with uh so that you know what that says to me this was definitely created in a lab why because obviously it's it's got it's very sophisticated yeah it's programmed it, then we need to get the, 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 the chips yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if sunlight is oh helping my it gosh. if sunlight is helping it this was made no no in but, the lab. but no because you Come know on. Peter, you 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 are like are are you connected with QAnon? yes or, uh, you absolutely know? i love i love those people i think they're hilarious yeah yeah you know i i remember from my childhood uh that uh, i i was a kid who was a lot of uh uh, uh quite a lot sick mm. partly because i was uh, in the generation in 60s where there started to be kindergartens and so on and mm -hmm. and that was uh, which which kept kids uh, circulating all these respiratory yeah. illnesses and so on and and so i spent also for recuperation and so on more time with my grandparents on maternal side maternal grandparents and uh they had it from their own childhood or whatever that uh, sunshine heals. Mm. Uh, sun uh, disinfects and the sunshine heals. And so after I was out of fever and out of bed, uh, they would take, take me for the, take me outside. Yes. And uh, so that's nothing uh, absolutely new. Uh, it was probably more... Uh, uh, like experiential yeah. uh, knowledge which was spreading now uh, um, now doctors and uh, chemists or biologists uh, organic chemistry you know how the cells work yeah. and so on uh, can put some arguments behind it right. like it's not figuring out you yes. know why it the science is why it, yeah. back it with science yeah and they are backing it with science so that infrared radiation wow. that hilarious things which um, uh, those guys at uh, uh, fox uh, uh, news had with when when they were irradiating oh. their own nuts if you remember That's right. you, you know so uh, that might be that they, they were like uh, hearing that and they were turning it into <laughs> a nonsense uh, you know, like like Fox and, yeah. and these kind of uh, what what is that name of of that guy Carlson or Tucker Carlson Tucker yeah. Carlson you know yeah. and these kind of nuts yeah uh, you know they were irradiating with an uh, infrared right. uh, their own nuts right <laughs> you know, so <laughs> that's so, so that that's crazy 
you, right. you know, that's a crazy twist on it. But uh, I know somebody that has one of those lights that she sits in front of, mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. she turns. It's like it's like sunlight. That that's a different thing. That's oh. that's helping uh, depression. That's and, right. and so on. While this is more uh, infrared, which uh. is like those lower, almost invisible, uh, more like radiation. Uh. You would need to sit in front of the fireplace, say, uh. you, you know, or being outside because yeah. sun is still radiating even in winter and it is cold yeah. and it might be freezing, but uh, sun is still radiating this part of the spectrum at wow. us and that is one of the reasons why you have for instance uh snow melting even though it's around zero right, right uh right. centigrade i mean uh, right y- y- you know uh right. i measure in <laughs> centigrade sorry i could not get my myself in, into this but <clears throat> you're feeling a little better though right yeah 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 i'm I'm, I'm feeling better thing. and and recovering and i would not wish it to anyone uh, and uh it 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 humbled me somehow yeah. uh that experience because i was returning a full energy full of energy from vacation uh uh very invigorating and uh, spiritually helpful and second or third day, I was flat, uh, shivering in bed, oh uh, and uh, not for long. Yeah. But then the, that prolonged period of recovering from it—that right. uh, was really uh, kind of uh, that humbling experience. Because, you know, getting sick, uh, like yeah. with a flu or something, it, it occasionally happens. You yeah, know, right, and right. and you spend one or two or three days in bed being right. sick as a dog. You, you know, or yeah. something like that. But. Uh, um, that that it took so long for recovery was kind of surprising for me. Right. So. And you know, the worst thing about this happening to you is you're not a guy who likes bad TV. Like that's Americans almost enjoy being sick because we get to watch bad TV and not feel guilty. You hate bad TV. No, so what the heck did you do? <laughs> what did you do when you were sick? I, were you I was, reading about the U- Ugaritic? Uh, no, I could not read. Uh, uh, so uh, the, the first day I was just uh, partly shivering, partly covering in, in bed and, and just trying to sleep. Yeah. Uh, the, later, I started to listen to recorded books. Uh. So uh, I, I enjoyed uh, on, on YouTube. I have my channels, which I uh, also follow. And one is the Gresham College from London, which is like an, a college which is not uh, giving uh, uh, any uh, academic titles or anything, but uh, brings up uh, college and university grade education to general public. Oh. And they have a very interesting lectures wow. uh, on all different things. I'm a little picky, so I'm the picking just some or yeah. choosing some which I'm interested in, mostly history, religion, philosophy, sociology, and, and so on. So that that is one thing. And then uh, some podcasts, but uh, uh, predominantly recorded books. Wow. No, and and I I I enjoyed you know listening to lectures. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. yeah, yeah. I knew I knew it was some kind of learning you were doing. Yeah. So you got to send us the link so we could put that in the show notes. If yeah, yeah, we can, like we can, we can, we can put channel, there uh, that I YouTube channel. Uh, 
uh, Gresham College, uh, yeah. which has been there since 17th century, I think, or That's something amazing. like that. Uh, and uh, it's 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 really what a great, great resource for people to, yeah, to have yeah. that kind of level. And of and and then great stuff. courses uh, oh, I, yeah. I have, and uh, you, you you know. Very often for me, it is like a refreshment or uh, of of my theological education. But it's partly enjoyable to listen. The sure. other thing is that I'm still learning in English how to pronounce some of the words I know, right. say from Greek or from Hebrew or right. uh, Latin. Yeah. Uh, because in English they are pronounced differently. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, listening to those lectures and and so on is actually helpful because then I know how things are pronounced. Yes. Uh, reading a book will not help you. That's right. Uh, you, That's you right. Know, so uh, and I was enjoying a series of lectures uh, from Bart Ehrman, uh, who is an eminent uh, New Testament scholar oh. uh, and. Uh, that period of time, not only New Testament, but uh, Hellenistic period and, and so on. Uh, and uh, he is a very interesting person because he started with, uh, as a fundamentalist, uh, huh. went through uh, uh, Princeton Theological Seminary, uh, and uh, that's where he, I think, got his PhD and uh, ended up of teaching New Testament and, and Jesus studies and these kind of things as a secular person or agnostic. Huh. Uh, but uh, his, uh, uh, his scholarship is top-notch and uh, he is not presenting it like anti-Christian, but he is presenting it uh, neutral. And I think that engaging with people like him uh, intellectually and mentally and spiritually is something we need to do as, as Christians. Mm. It's similar to what we were discussing about Francesca Stavrakopoulou, yes. if you remember it. So yes. that she is uh, this uh, highly erudite uh, Old Testament scholar or right. Hebrew Bible scholar. Uh, which I would challenge everyone to really pay attention to. And she is secular. Yeah. She's coming from the secular or agnostic uh, background. Uh, and uh, Bart Ehrman in America uh, is, um, is a similar e example of that within the New Testament scholarship. Uh, I can imagine that uh, some con uh, more conservative Christians, uh, it will make them crawl on the walls, you know, or something like that. But uh, just no knowing what I know from my education at the seminary and so yeah. on, uh, and and following and, and checking some um, footnotes uh, in, in his books and so yeah. on. I have him in library, but, you know, being sick, I was mostly listening to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so knowing his uh, erudition, his uh, his scholarship, and so on, uh, it's solid. Mm. And and for that matter, you, you know, we cannot build our faith on flimsy foundations. Yeah, it needs to be built. That that is where I'm coming from. My Pietistic background, you know, pietists yeah. actually very often led to this solid scholarship because they recognize that you cannot build your faith on flimsiness, yeah. on something which is not solid, 
which yeah. is not well argued, which is, uh, I don't, I would, deception. I, I would yeah. probably not lie, yeah. you know, but, but deception or yeah. mediocre uh, knowledge. Yeah. You know, yeah. building upon solid knowledge, solid foundation is mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I challenge myself listening and, and taking seriously uh, these people. And I think that, that there is a purpose on, in doing it. And uh, that's what we are doing at Rutgers Church. That's right. Also, uh, that's you, right. You, you know it, that uh, that's, that's right. how we engage our faith and, and, uh, yes. and challenge it so that it is stronger. That's right. You know, and it's, it's not delusion. That's you know, right. build on flimsiness and, and uh, stale arguments. Uh, yeah. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's a little scary, as I've said. I've said that mm -hmm. word many times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it, but we move through it. And with your leadership, I feel like it feels almost fun. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because, you know, if you are discovering new things, <laughs> yeah. they, are, they are engaging. And, and, if, yes. you, and, and if you re recognize it is solid, you know, yes, it's exactly. then. And, and so this is what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was sick uh, and, and kind of absorbing some of what I knew and uh, repeating some of those lectures because I listened selectively. Uh, in uh, um, those uh, great courses or whatever it's called, uh, those are usually like 24 lectures, each half right, an hour long. Right. So, you, you know, I had enough of intellectual engagement. Yeah. Sometimes I was sleeping uh, with it, you know, with my buds in, in my ears, you, yeah. you know, those earbuds uh, in, in ears yeah. and, and, and re realizing that I fell asleep, you know, because I have a noise cancellation on them as well, uh, so that I don't yeah. hear the noise from the street and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. so on. So, yeah. uh, but so, so you this was almost me. like a this was almost like a uh, what do you call it a, a a learning sabbatical in a way for a couple of weeks. <laughs> what do they call that? Yeah, it was the first first study, few days. Study, study, study retreat, study, study leave, leave. Study, study leave. But not really. That was like first three days, and then I uh, needed to get and start because you know that I preached from home. That's right. For instance, that's right. and and you know after the, especially that first sermon from home, uh, we, we kind of re resurrected uh, my home studio for that. Right. <laughs> you know right. which we had during the pandemic, and good that we had. That's right. You know all that experience. But I, I can confess that after that, and after a short coffee hour with those who were online, uh, I could kind of reconnect yeah. at least with those people there. Uh, I fell asleep, yeah. and I slept like uh, three hours in a <laughs> row again. You, you know, so I was not fully recovered. Uh, yeah. the, the second time when I preached from home was much better. But again, you know, I was exhausted afterwards okay, uh, okay. somehow. But uh, Getting an energy back, but that was what I meant. Uh, you, that, that what really took me back uh, with this uh, COVID thing uh, was uh, the the You know how slowly that that recovery uh, was coming. You know I'm still congested somehow. Right. You know I, right. uh, a little cough, but that's not infectious any longer. You know, I, I tested, and the other thing is that even if you test uh, after these kind of uh, things, uh, if you don't have any major symptoms, yeah. you are still clearing the fragments of that virus, and right. some of those tests are able to pick up those uh, non-viable 
fragments of the that, that's how they are built you know they are picking just those spikes uh for mm. for for the test and you know so but i i i don't have even that so uh, i i'm kind of clear of that and uh happy to be back uh looking forward to receiving the vaccination chips <laughs> returning now back where we started you yes, know right. that bantering and and so That's on right. because it's so stupid you know uh, and i i would not wish it to my worst enemies this yeah. kind of experience because i know that i am relatively healthy right strong and relatively young right you know thinking about people who who might have a kind of diabetes right. and other uh uh, issues in their lives and so on right. and are still against the vaccinations or these other yeah. things uh, it's it's just uh, I, I i'm not getting it, it it's it's their uh, pseudo religion you know very often you hear that right. they argue uh, about it being the that they have religious reasons for it right and he, he, you know, I studied religion. I, I yeah. studied religion yeah. uh, at, at the seminaries yeah. uh, and, and so on. And, <laughs> and I, I, I simply cannot figure out truly, truly, you, you know, yeah. uh, how it, this aversion against vaccination can be religiously anchored. So you're saying you can't even find, if you're looking for it, a path to it religiously yeah there, there might be ethical moral you know right. like some people are saying because some of those vaccines used to be developed on embryos say, you, you know right, or are right, built, right. built so that but that is not to me an uh, theological that's argument right. that's more like ethical or moral right, argument right you, you know right. so uh, but yeah. but uh, what would be the theological uh, reasoning here against it uh, is is beyond me, you well, know. Almost. It seems like that they're maybe saying that it's unnatural, right? But they don't realize how many unnatural things they do in their life. Unnatural, quote unquote. You know what I mean? It's unnatural well, well, to wear glasses. You know what I mean? It's a, God. God gave you bad eyesight. Why are you putting on glasses and making? Yeah, it's unnatural, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. you can go uh, on any I, argument like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. W w you're you're smiting God, yeah. God, God. Yeah, yeah. God. Uh, it, uh, you, right. you 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 are a good resource of uh, people people from the street for That's, me. There you, go. Uh, you know, because I am uh, uh, I'm in a special bubble, as they call it, or niche. You, you know, yeah. among the Presbyterians in New York City. You know, <laughs> right? And some intellectuals, and 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 my family is a medically uh, medical right. people from from Europe, and 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 so on, and right. and even here I have now another really medical. really baffling to you. Then. So it is baffling, <laughs> but uh, that that is interesting. It reminds me. I think that I mentioned that in in one of our podcasts before that that's actually where I am coming from uh, from that uh, very naive deeply um, uh, I, I don't want to say, say that but I might uh, bigoted you know or that kind of a pietistic background yeah uh, I, I remember when uh, one of the elders of the church where I grew up uh, did not want us youth uh, go to smoking yeah and his argument was 
similar to that. You know, I would call it pseudo-religious or pseudo-theological. <laughs> he said, if God wanted us to smoke, he would give us chimneys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's, <laughs> yeah, and That's and you know, I, I I fully understand why he did not wa uh, want us to to pick up that habit. Yes, uh, you, you know, and that his heart was good. Right, you, you know, but the but, rationale, but but the rationale <laughs> is is absolutely crazy. You, you know, and and you see that I still remember it until it. now. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, so maybe it fulfilled its purpose. That's right. You, you know, I don't know, but uh, yeah. uh, but but. This, this argument about the naturalness or something like that, that that's that's more or less like the chimney argument right. against, against the smoking and, and you know that's don't right. get me wrong i'm not advocating for smoking uh, i i think it is a bad habit it is a uh, yes. unhealthy and and uh, everything you know you you right. should not do it but uh, you, you know the, the way you argue it and then it can be and that is the problem with these kind of arguments it can be well intended like with the chimney yeah. But then it can be very easily twisted. If it is this kind of right. uh, crazy thinking yes. kind of way, then it can be easily twisted into its very opposite and it can have then and detrimental and serious consequences in the lives of those people and people around yeah. when they start using the same arguments against, say, vaccination. That's right, that's right. That's right. You know, so. But isn't it weird that most of these people that have a problem with this current va vaccine have many vaccines in them from when they were children? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, I mean, if, so if they're having that argument about, you know, not being natural or, you know, godly or whatever, it's, uh, away from the vaccine, they already <laughs> they, they cannot the undo it, probably. You know, that, that's one thing. Uh, that there is and that subculture anti-vaccination and has been for, for a very long time, uh, you, you know. Uh, but uh, the other thing is, I think that this is uh, what we are still living through. And now, thankfully, after this uh, midterm election, uh, we see that we might be slowly in a recovery uh, situation but there was this major uprising of uh, ignorance mm -hmm. you know or I don't know how to describe it the, 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 the people with the lacking education and uh, worldview who felt being left out and uh, from from discourse in a society and political power and everything and uh, we had this uprising of frustrated poorly educated people mostly from rural areas mm -hmm. not only and and this is similar to that that this uh, aversion against the vaccination because there was a great, if you remember when it was coming uh, slowly to, to be produced and so on, there was this great rejoicing. Finally, we, we have this new method of, of creating much faster uh, vaccines. These are not like yeah. those old ones bred on, uh, on uh, uh, egg yolks, right. you know, or something like that. This right. is really something there which we can program 
They right. were saying, you know, we right. can take uh, DNA and program these vaccines so that they are targeting specifically. Didn't we talk about it? I, I think, think we might we, have. Uh, before you 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 yeah. know uh, that this is actually a great hope they they started to develop that to fight cancers mm-hmm. frankly uh, you, you know these vaccines saying you know, you know we can create vaccines which will uh, target specifically s- certain mutations in cancers we are still not there because mm-hmm. there are cancers are mutating very many cancers are mutating so fast that you, you cannot yeah. really create and uh, test uh, all these uh, other things. And they are mostly individual, you know. But the hope is that eventually they'll be almost like if you have a cancer, they'll take a tissue from you. They will kind of create a specific vaccine going against your own cancer mm-hmm. and helping your own immune system to right. target your own For cancer your own, yeah. uh, uh, against that. So that is the background. You know, but then people who are poorly educated or who don't have this whole context and, and they hear from the media that these, these sci- programs, uh, they are programming <laughs> vaccines, you, you know, and that is the history of the chip being uh, right. uh, the, being implanted because, right. you know, what is programmable in their yeah. uh, daily lives are chips, you know, yeah. they, they have... <laughs> <laughs> they have tense relationships with with computers and chips in their everyday right. lives because uh, uh, they have that kind of impression that they are stealing away from them the work right uh, in in Midwest or in, in those rural areas. And it's just a big mystery. It's just a big flat mystery. The idea and, and now chip. they are implanting it into uh, yeah you know they are programming some vaccines and implanting it into right. us and uh, we don't want that you know <laughs> and, 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 and so on. Not recognizing of course because of the lack of education and so on. So if they are driving their uh, Chevy Malibu or whatever the Chevy truck that they actually have I don't know how many the chips there <laughs> uh, which are controlling the air intake and combustion yeah. and and, 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 and so on, yeah. or maybe some of them might know it, and, and right. they know that for that reason they cannot any longer fix their own cars, which is these, some of these people still, for whichever reason, like to do. Right. Uh, and, and so they are frustrated in their own garage, you, you know, and I had that, that kind of, that was my uncle in Czech Republic. He spent whole life in his garage tinkering and playing with his car. Uh-huh. You know, that was his life, yeah. uh, you know, or besides working and besides being a family man. And yeah. he was a marvelous dad and marvelous uncle and so on. But a substantial part of his life he spent around his uh, Fiat uh, 126 yeah. or whatever is the number, you, you know. And yeah. he was constantly tinkering with yeah. it and playing with it and, and so on. Yeah. So there are these guys, yeah. you know, and now these new cars are taking that uh, chance from them. So th- these right. chips, whichever you describe it, is taking their lives from them. And they what cannot, they enjoy, yeah. The, 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 the sense of what they can grasp. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong, my, my uncle would actually be able to learn those. He was an uh, engineer, mechanical yeah. engineer. And, and he would be probably able to learn all those chips and program them th- th- yeah. himself. But I, I'm kind of extrapolating no, it into the, the many, people. many would not, That's you, right. you know. And, and so the chips are the things which are, and programming and these kind of things right. is, is taking away from them 
their self-esteem. Right, right, right. They, they right. are uh, frustrated. They right. are angry. The, the development of a society and a technology uh, overtaken them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that, that's the trouble. And then they, they, there was this uprising of, right. of, of, of that. And but what's, what's weird is that meanwhile, they feed their children all this food that has so much crazy stuff in it that yeah. they have no idea what it is. The even ingredient, worse. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. ingredients list is a paragraph long. Yeah. If they're not words in the English language, they're fine with giving their kids that stuff, though. Fine with it. And, and, and we, 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 again, I think, the, discussed the healthy living and, and other things in some of our earlier podcasts, right. I think. But uh, no, you are absolutely right. And I think here the, the economy is also uh, a, a problem because... Right. Uh, you, you know, you just try to eat uh, healthy. That's right. Some and and you places. recognize that it is not uh, the cheapest way of living. Uh, and there's food deserts. That's why they call them food deserts. Yeah. Where they yeah. can't get actual real foods in some of these places. Yeah. It's just yeah. fast food. Uh, weird, you know. But it is not only deserts. Even if you have the health store there or something like that, you go there and uh, you re you realize that it is something like um, 20, 30, 40, up to 100% more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And, right. uh, and there is very little in between this uh, artificially... Uh, concocted food out of uh, where the, they take the food and break it down to its uh, individual parts and then reassemble it into something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, completely organic, uh, healthy, health store uh, kind of, and there is very little in between. Yeah. I noticed. And yeah. one of the places I go, that's why I actually drive out and, and go to a big Wegman store mm. because there are stores which uh, have something in between. Mm -hmm. you do, the, the, I, generally, I try to buy organic, but mm. it does not need to be completely organic, right. but it needs to be like the real stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, rather than having everything completely disassembled into its uh, yeah. building blocks and then reassembled into something else, right. like so very many, say, potato chips or <laughs> other yeah. things are, you know. So yeah. the, 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 this is... Uh, so... And anything in between, you know, the, the, the cheapest is always this kind of uh, Frankenstein food. Yeah. You know, the most expensive is the completely organic. Yeah. And then in between. So I would always uh, kind of, I myself gravitate uh, into those kind of in between. Mm -hmm. But real food. Yeah. And, and, and trying to, to, to keep it kind of balanced. Yeah. And wait, where, where's, the, where's the nearest Wegmans? Because I know that in place New uh, in, in uh, One is in, in, in uh, New Jersey. Okay, if, uh, Wegmans, in New if, Jersey. Meg, if Wegmans <clears throat> wants to uh, put an ad on the podcast, please contact us at Rutgers <laughs> yeah. Church. <laughs> and, and another one is in White Plains. Oh. You know, and because I drive to see my family upstate right. uh, now, uh, and I drive by 
So I just stop I and, and and do my weekly shopping. I remember there. they have a very they have a very good bakery. Yes, they have yeah. a very good uh, 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 meat section. I know you're, you're not a fish. meat guy and fish. Yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm a fish guy. Right. Kind of, you know I, I I'm almost vegan, but uh, piskin vegan right. they call okay. it. Uh, you, you know so uh, right. Uh, occasionally e eating fish, and they yeah. have a good fish uh, uh, section and yes. Uh, Generally, good cheese, which I don't eat, but uh, they have, uh -huh. and uh, healthy organic section as well, and and so on. So it's. Uh, but we, I don't we, know we how we got here, but <laughs> 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 what an interesting place to go! I think this was good because look, this has made you a better pastor. I think you know for a long time there you evaded this. Mm -hmm. Now you went through this. You, you know, uh, luckily, uh, you're one of the lucky ones that got on the other side of this. Yeah. And but but like you said, you wouldn't wish this on your worst enemy. No. And it and uh, and just having that as a as a thing you went through, I think it, it you know your empathy grows for people that have to go through it too, and I think that's yeah. good. And and it gave us opportunity to talk about vaccination and naturalness right. of that and uh, potential theological arguments against or for it, for instance, yes. uh, and 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 so on and. Uh, you know, in the end, it belongs into our religiosity. That's right. And uh, next time, I, I definitely plan to talk about Ugaritic texts. I, I wanted to do that, uh, Peter, and talk about drunk God. I think that, again, we touched upon it, this but there is a, is a very teaser. interesting, very interesting uh, Ugaritic text about gods and supreme god head of pantheon uh, god l getting drunk to the point that he is on a floor uh, i can't believe this and and uh, yeah you know it's interesting text I, i'm sure i'm already and, interested and uh, so let us so that's a great teaser yep. what a great teaser for that we are going to look out for that in the meantime continue the recovery and until next time Everyone mask. Mask up. Do it. Continued masking. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>